This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Hello, Allah, and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Men are four times more likely to be entrepreneurs in the MENA Mid-Asia regions. And here in the UAE, only 1% of women own established businesses. 40% of economies worldwide, women's early stage entrepreneurial activity is half or less than half that of men. So how do we start driving change and creating more economically diverse possibilities for women? As the second edition of the Women's Economic Empowerment Global Summit kicks off today here in Sharjah, it is the place to find both UAE-based and international changemakers looking to expand the development horizons and opportunities available to women. Joining me on the show today are two of the speakers at WEGS 2019. At 11 a.m., you'll be meeting Philip Harding, CEO and co-founder of Impact Junkie. But first up on the show, it's Nawadin Musli, founder of Exhale. Keep it here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. The second edition of the Women's Economic Empowerment Global Summit or WEGS 2019 begins today right here in Sharjah in the presence of His Highness Sheikh Dr. Sultan bin Mohammed Al-Qasimi, Supreme Council Member and Ruler of Sharjah, themed Drivers of Change, the two-day event held under the patronage of His Highness and Her Highness Sheikha Jawahir bin Mohammed Al-Qasimi, wife of the ruler of Sharjah and chairperson of Nama Women Advancement Establishment. It's an event that is going to be combining global efforts to ensure women's full inclusion inclusion in all sectors, promoting equal opportunity for women locally and across the world, and contributing to women's economic advancement within the 2030 Agenda of Sustainable Development. Weeks 2019 features 18 theme-specific sessions and 29 result-oriented workshops bringing together a host of local and international experts, women empowerment advocates and senior industry figures to address development horizons and opportunities available to women across four areas. Gender responsive procurement, women's participation in value chains, women's empowerment principles and women's access to finance. The list of speakers participating in the 2019 edition includes several high-profile ministers, senior officials and specialists, most notably Hesla bint Isa Mohammed, UAE Minister of Community Development, as well as Ambassador Dr. Haifa Abu Ghazale, Assistant Secretary General, Head of the Social Affairs Sector, at the League of Arab States. Abdullah Saleh, Under Secretary of the Ministry of Economy for Foreign Trade Affairs. Dr. Nawal Al Husseini, Permanent Representative of the UAE to the International Renewable Energy Agency. And Ketaway Dlamani, Senior Officer at UN Women. Also, a speaker at WIGS is my next guest. Nawal Al Masri is the founder and storyteller of Exhale, a conceptual fashion brand 
that integrates art, storytelling, and mindfulness with comfort clothing. It also sheds light on mental wellness, self-awareness, and Noelle is breaking social stigma by using her brand as a means to communicate on underlying social issues and building a unified community where empathy and art coexist. Hello, Allah, and welcome. Noel, so great to have you. Hello, Sally. It's great to be here with you. <laughs> now, Noel, as we know, um, I'm a great fan of uh, your fashion line. It is so beautiful. Um, but you do fashion with a difference. So talk to us about how you started Exhale. So I started Exhale back in 2016. It was conceptualized then when I was uh, working my nine to five. And um, I realized over time that it was not where I wanted to be, uh, especially due to having a lot of dr dreams to be bigger and more impactful in one, in one aspect. And another aspect, um, a lot of the pain and losses and my severe anxiety had caused uh, within me was driving me away from this nine to five or just a job where I was not doing something I was enjoying because of a, much of a trigger that it was to my anxiety. So you've got, you know, quite a, a deep experience with anxiety. Anxiety is something that um, we're only now really starting to talk about um, in mainstream media. We're hearing more and more about it. But this is something that um, you dealt with from a young age. So talk to us Correct. about that. Uh, I, I've been dealing with it, I, I believe, way before I was 16 years old, but I can remember that since I was 16, at least that's what I remember. Um, when, I, when my mother was triggered with cancer, um, God bless her soul, she's, she's a survivor. But w when that happened, it kind of triggered my panic attacks and my anxiety. And moving forward, I think life's troubles, you know how, Life's not the easiest, so life's life's troubles were triggering. Yeah, a, a crazy age as well. You know, fifteen, sixteen—that is a difficult age as well. Correct, and to to possibly believe that you won't, you will live the rest of your life without a mother would possibly trigger a lot of panic attacks. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I think since then I kind of had that built up and tried to understand what panic attacks mean. Mm. Um, I that stayed a case until I was 24, unfortunately, due to, I believe, lack of knowledge of how to uh, educate someone about how to control their, their panic attacks, how to be mindful, how to control and take over your thoughts. A lot of things were, were not educated uh, to me in, in that age and time. So when I was 24, I kind of decided I need to take the lead and understand really what this is and what I'm going through. I've went to plenty of doctors who tested me and said everything is, you're healthy. Physically tested Phys you. Physically, yeah. yeah. You went to a nerve specialist and he was like, there's Correct. nothing wrong with you. Nothing's wrong with you. You're all good. Yeah. You're healthy, heart, everything. Um, but they did recommend that I do go to a psychiatrist to just check if I have some sort of depression, severe anxiety or whatnot. And ever since then, um, I was offered medication, but at the time I would decline it and be like, I don't need medication, you know, I, I need to educate myself. I just genuinely believe I'm not educated enough 
to say yes or no to medication. Mm -hmm. So from 24 till now, which is 28, I did educate myself and I realized there's a lot to do with being mindful. There's a lot to do with someone who is very empathetic and sensitive need to be educated about how to control their thoughts and their, their surrounding and how to let it affect you or not affect you. Because this is something, um, you, you know, it's great to be an extrovert. It's great to be out there and, and just and feed off the energy that that is in the world. But there are those who are, you know, possibly more like you who are, you know, the, 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 those who, like you said, more empathetic, more sensitive to, to everything. That can be really difficult to, to process what's going on in the world like that. Honestly, it really is difficult. Um, it's just a matter of growing a thicker skin and really being selective mm. with who you're surrounded by selective with the words you decide to take in within yourself it is and i'm not saying that because i'm a professional at it i'm only saying that because i realized that and came into realization now about these things um yes i'm a very sensitive in an empathetic kind of way i feel things way more deeply i imagine things way deeper and take storytelling to another level and that happens within life so my mother, let's just put that into perspective, gets cancer, then my mind, because of its empathetic and uh, sensitive ways, would go to the extreme and think, so, oh, okay, so next year I won't be without, I will be without a mother, and then one of the days I'm gonna be without a father, and then the story starts building itself up, and I mm -hmm. think this is where the education comes in, mm -hmm. where you gotta just cut that thought and yeah. live in your present moment, and I think that's what, what has helped me the most recently, is to just, come back to the present moment and understand that if I were to go back uh, in the future I go back in time and think of this moment and then think what did I enjoy most I'm gonna remember me being panicked about every single situation and not even remember the moment exactly. or where I was so I never want to be in that position right so I try to always bring myself back to be able to remember here I'm with Sally having this conversation you know and I want to go back tomorrow and think about it, not about my anxious thoughts and how I'm nervous or whatever. I want to be able to go back to this memory and be like, no, I was with her, talking to her, and it was great and it felt great. And I remember what I talk because when you have anxiety, you kind of don't remember what happens. Right, right, because you're you so really focused lose memory. in the anxiety. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it kind of goes, your journey goes so fast that you genuinely, I genuinely at times don't remember how things have gone. Mm. And, and it causes me more anxiety and more anxiousness because I'm like, so now I'm going to have Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> so it it's just escalates even deeper and deeper. But it's true, you know, we're, we're going to come to this in, a, in just a moment because you, you're not only the founder of Exhale, but you're the Exhale storyteller. And, yeah. and I'm going to delve into that a bit more with you. But it really is about the stories that we tell ourselves. That's what life is made up of because you can have two different people who have the same, exact same physical experience. experience. But the stories that they each tell themselves can be It's all about perspective, different. I genuinely believe. It's all about perspective. And we're going to come back and, and, and look at how Exhale 
is changing that perspective through incredible, amazing fashion. That's next here on Life Beats. You're listening to Pulse 95. Life Beats with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. We are back with Noel Masri, who is the founder and storyteller behind Exhale, a conscious fashion label and e-commerce brand as well, doing beautiful and amazing things. Noel, talk to us about storytelling. You know, we were just uh, saying how our life is based on the stories that we tell ourselves and that can shape our destiny. It's something that is well known, isn't it? So how do you channel that? into what you've created in exhale so for exhale what i <clears throat> what i try to do or what we do actually is to take stories from sorry <laughs> stories from human connection and turn it into uh, relatable topics with with each with one another yes but we use clothing as the tool to communicate with our consumers or our community mainly so for example we have um, the story of mental health Um, for that we we've licensed peanuts uh, which has the characters of Snoopy Charlie Brown and if you look more into the Snoopy and Charlie Brown comic strips they're mainly um, they're mainly focused on uh, how life is a drag and depression and anxiety and but in that comic strip everything is everything is said and done in a in a light way do you know that's the amazing thing like the the best comics the 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 best children's stories tackle some of the toughest issues indeed and in the simplest way the most beautiful way that you don't even notice but actually they're talking about stuff that we all go through Exactly, and a lot of a lot of a lot of the people have not realized that actually Charlie Brown is a depressed character, right? And um, a lot of the things he says are—it's like Eeyore in in uh, in Winnie the yes. Pooh, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we've taken Charlie Brown and Snoopy and and Woodstock and have have created a kind of a dialogue with our uh, with our community to to kind of promote mental health in in a less heavy manner mm. to be more acceptable to be more relatable um, what I aim to do is have really t- to be able to speak louder on my emotions and and my and my perspective on mental health and what I go through to be able to inspire others to do the same um, and this is what in exhale we do as well but we use clothing as the tool to do so mm. uh, another part of the storytelling aspect is for example uh, um, refugees so Real Palestine is a film festival here in the UAE that happens in Sirkal uh, Avenue every year. Uh, Real Palestine supports uh, filmmakers from Palestine. What we do is every year we're there supporting um, and creating a whole line, a Palestinian line, for the... Then we take this uh, amount and, and, for example, we've, um, we've partnered up with one of the charities to be able to help children in the medical in the medical health in Palestine so we kind of do these kind of storytelling aspects everything has to have a purpose and a mindful reason 
and the clothes are sustainable where we use either organic fabric or we produce low quantities uh, or we produce um, within locally therefore there's no shipping you do everything here in the UAE that is super important major majorly we do things here yeah yeah. but there are some items that are produced in India and Turkey Mm -hmm. but most of our production is in UAE yeah you know I love that that you say every single thing um, has a purpose and has a reason behind it even the word exhale which is like um, you know the way that it's done kind of backwards kind of mirror image you know there's a reason for that as well everything has a reason yeah because the the reason for that is is um so the logo is reflected and the reason for the logo being reflected and there's a whole collection called reflect is because we want people to wear this logo or wear this uh, statement that is reflected and look into the mirror and they will be able to read it right then and there because at the end of the day what really matters is what you think of yourself, what you see in yourself. So if you turn around, the other person's reading it reflected, right? Mm. And it doesn't really matter if he's reading it reflected or not. It's the same if you go deeper. um, You're going to think this person's looking at me in a reflected kind of manner. It's probably not who you are. But what matters is what you think of you, right? And this is the kind of narrative that we need to build for ourselves. What do we think of ourselves Mm -hmm. what do you want to be uh, aspiring and inspiring do you look at kind of because you know we're talking about the world of fashion do you kind of see the conversation in the fashion sphere you know as um, increasing anxiety as something that you know in terms of when we're talking about things like a body image and who gets represented and who doesn't you know is this something uh, that is part of your mission to, to think about those things and to to give a different perspective again? So even with Exhale, I look at it in terms of what do I want for Exhale or what does Exhale want for Exhale? And I don't really look outside of that. Um, but I do believe there's a lot of following trends and having to wear a certain thing to look a certain way or if you don't wear this or look like this then you are not i don't know some sort of um labeled title that you think you should be Mm -hmm. um but this is what with exhale i try to stir away from and, uh, and and have the exhalers and the community understand that we don't need any of that you know what you really need is wearing something comfortable or meaningful or purposeful and that represents you so in that manner you are wearing a statement and a statement is a trend it's your trend it's who you are you know and I think genuinely that is what matters I never want to wear something that is not made ethically or purposefully I don't want to say something that is not ethical or purposeful I don't want to befriend someone that is not ethical or purposeful, etc. And and that's how I lead the brand as well. I love that. I love that so much. We're going to continue the conversation with Noel in just a moment. Talking about the challenges of being a founder, the challenges of for women as well, because we are talking about women's economic empowerment here in Sharjah over the next two days. Lots more to come on Life Beats. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Live Beats with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95.
just loving these stunning pieces from Nawal Al Masri's collection on Exhale. Just amazing. I love these so much. Nawal, one of the things that you do, you talked about the the Peanuts collaboration, but you also collaborate with other artists as well for your brand. So talk to us about some of your favorites. And I've got some of my favorites as well. Let's talk a little bit about um, the uh, the Meraki jacket. So yes, the Meraki denim jacket um, was designed by Rahaf Kubba. Mm. Um, actually, she drew this lion and it was laying there in the back of her car, this art piece. And I was... It was laying there in the back and she just she had this did not want to do anything with art it. piece. She did not want to do just anything. Just in the back trunk, just there. Yeah. And <laughs> it was so beautiful. It just captured me. And the I'm lion. Like, yes. And I'm like, what are you going to do with that? She's like, I'm not really sure. I still want to finish it. Maybe just draw in some more things. I'm like, give it to me. And what are you <laughs> going to do with it? I'm just like, give it to me, you know? And then it was her birthday a week later. So what we did was we released this item as her birthday gift to, to really have her understand that this art piece is... Actually, it sold out. It was my number one for Exhale's first year. I can imagine. This is and incredible. And what it represents is it has these signs that God is greater than the highs and the lows. And it is a very... Uh, passionate looking lion um, where we added some colors to it and um, really it was an item that resonated with a lot of our community members it is so beautiful what does um meraki mean meraki means doing something from your heart wow that's powerful yeah that is powerful that is really beautiful, amazing. Um, talk to us about some of the other pieces that uh, you love so much. So um, another piece that I truly love is the story of Exhale. Mm. It is a reversible bomber jacket. Uh, we collaborated with an Italian artist. His name is Federico Del Monte. And he really just took a two word page and turned it into his perspective. And it is literally the story of Exhale. Um, it is about the storm that I faced, um, the losses that I faced. Just quickly tell us the story of the storm, because that's actually, that's quite, that's quite big. Um, and it's beautiful. Well, the storm was, uh, the, 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 the story of the storm happened in Mykonos. Um, in Greece, yeah. In Greece, yes, in Mykonos. And I was traveling for a wedding at the time. But the, the day I landed, the next day my 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 grandfather who who was uh, who had brain uh, brain cancer had passed away mm. and I got a call from Montreal telling me that would you like to have your final words with your grandfather and it was 5 a.m. and you can wake up to something like that it's just uh, really tough and suffering at the time simultaneously with severe anxiety I was there just dealing with all that on my own. I wasn't used to doing that on my own. I usually have someone with me handling my panic attacks or whatnot. And I did, I did face it. I talked to my grandfather. I told him my last words. Um, although he was not able to move or speak, my cousin did confirm to me that his tears were flowing after he had spoken to me. So that means he did hear me. Of course um, he did, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm blessed for that phone call. But more so, I'm, I was blessed because right after that phone call, three hours later, I was trying to book to go back uh, to Dubai. 
and uh, a storm hit the island. And Unlike anything you have ever seen. It was a raging storm. I mean, we were not used to that, you know. Mm. It, I've lived in Montreal and Saudi and Dubai, but I've never seen a sea storm like right. that. Um, it was raging. It was wild. And to be honest with you, ironically, it genuinely calmed every nerve in my being. Um, I couldn't travel for three days. I just stayed there. And honestly, just being with the storm kind of called me just to understand that there's actually something bigger out there than your problems, even bigger than death. Mm. And that kind of brought an aha moment to my life. Although I've lost someone so important to me and my mother has lost someone so dear to her, there's still something bigger out there than both me, you, and death. Imagine that and let that sink in and realize nothing matters. And that is the moment I actually understood how to take care of my anxiety. My panic attacks subsided after that day. And it's as if I was not meant to travel back. I was meant to get stuck there and understand some, some things about life. And um, that, that is the story of the storm. And, and Federico, what he did was read that in detail and turn it into his own artistic perspective. And, and now it's a reversible bomber jacket being rocked by the most beautiful, empathetic um, exhalers and really I, I can't be more blessed to have such a community around. So amazing, so brilliant. I love that jacket so much. Um, one we were talking about <laughs> a little bit earlier was uh, this brilliant quote from Charlie Brown. Yes. It's not wise to lie in bed at night asking yourself questions you can't answer. <laughs> I just think that is just... It's, it's not it's wise at all. It is, it is like a quote for life, and that is courtesy of Charlie Brown, and uh, that is on one of your T-shirts as well, Charlie Brown the Insomniac. The Insomniac. It's just brilliant. Um, you know, these are, these are all parts of, of your different collections. You've got uh, Inspire, Reflect. Reflect, Express, and Inspire. These are how we, um, we title our collections. Mm. We do not go with capsules or seasons. We go with stories. Right. So how we release our merchandise is through stories mm. and through topics such as reflecting, reflecting upon yourself. And that is the uh, mirrored collection. Mm. And Express is all about the artist collaboration. It's more focused on the social cause and the artist, not the brand, but the social cause, storytelling and artist. And then uh, there's the Inspire. That's solely focused on the artist's perspective and how he can communicate the story into his own or her own perspective. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is how we, we, we promote uh, and yeah. make new items. I love it. In terms of being a founder, a business founder yourself, um, Noel, and particularly as we um, you know, are, are talking specifically around wigs, you know, as a female founder, what kind of challenges have you come across in building, starting and building this business? To be honest with you, there's a lot of challenges as a female uh, building your own company. Um, I will say that I have faced a lot of harassments, uh, a lot of down talk, a lot of lack of motivation and belief. Give us an example. Um, my very first supplier who I worked with um, verbally harassed me. Um, although all the full payment was made and everything, trust you were was paying good. them, and they harassed so you. So it was a su factory supplier, yeah. 
And the founder of that factory was sexually harassing verbally. Wow. We dealt with it uh, eventually, um, but it's just that wouldn't have happened otherwise, right? If you were not a female my age, right? Um, many other money, many other um, stories that I can tell you on on such on such topics, but it it didn't mean that I I lost my motivation. Actually, it just made me stronger. It made me push through harder and not to prove anything to anyone but to to show the world at the end of the day that despite the harassment or lack of motivation whatever it is at the end of the day i have a vision and i need to reach it and it doesn't matter what kind of harassments or you will be you will be doing you will be attacking mm. or, or 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 sending through mm -mm -mm. Uh, there is there is um uh, um it's like it's like going through <laughs> mud. I mean, it just shows you, you know, the the extra obstacles that are always there. It's like going through mud. In if front I want to imagine it, yeah, right. But it's a beautiful journey. I can't really like, despite all that. I love that you're still looking on on the bright side of it and the positivity of it. I'm not trying to, but it is. But that is what it is for me. It is a beautiful, beautiful journey. And I wouldn't want to live my life any other way wow. than fight through that and reach higher and higher. Wow. That's amazing. We're going to come back in just a moment and talk about uh, your session, which is happening tomorrow uh, at Weeks. There's a lot more to come and a lot more to learn from Noel next here on Life Beats. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Life Beats with Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. Something to talk uh, about is uh, the struggles of uh, going through entrepreneurship. And Noel, you know, you talk a lot about mental health and the difficulties of entrepreneurship. Um, you know, it's no secret. Now entrepreneurship is cool. Everybody's doing it. But I feel like you're doing it because you believe in what you're doing. You said, despite all of that, you wouldn't be doing anything else. This is it for you. Um, but, uh, you know, in entrepreneurship, it can be so lonely and you have to fight through so much that is so difficult, especially if you're a woman. We hear about a lot of problems ar around um, mental health and, you know, getting through those struggles that can hit really hard when you are an entrepreneur. So I want to know about your advice to those who are in business, who want to start their business what would you say to them to keep pushing through the mud no matter what obstacles you face your way no matter how lonely you got um, you're not the only one feeling lonely in this journey mm. and not only women but men I know a lot of men who who are going through the same emotions that I am but I feel like women we are more uh, emotional in a way that we feel more that we tend to not want to be lonely or be alone in a sense of losing people. We are more caring in a sense of we don't want to lose those people around us. Something you said to me um, off the mic was that you, you lose a lot of people along the way. Yeah. Can you elaborate a bit more on that? I do believe that when you have a vision and a journey that you want to reach and you're on a different wavelength than everyone around you. Mm. Um, you tend to 
slowly lose connection and lose people you love being with or how or certain relationships just tend to die off due to that vision that you're trying to reach and for you to reach that vision you got to do certain things and focus in certain ways give me an example that others will not understand yeah giving you an example yeah. is going to be the hardest thing right now sadly <laughs> um an example mm. times when you haven't been on the same wavelength as those around you and you you just you had to make a decision you had to to make a choice as someone that i started i started when i was 24 years old yeah so at the time you have a certain lifestyle yeah that is very different from the professional the focus the determined and for you to reach to reach to become a determined and consistent businesswoman that takes discipline that there's that's the word discipline and for you to achieve discipline you got to let go of that lifestyle the lifestyle of sitting around hanging out um i reached to a point where i I no longer can sit without purpose. And the life of an entrepreneur is filled with purpose because you are trying to reach your vision. Mm. So if you're sitting around without purpose, let's say you worked your nine to five, you're done. But then you lay around and say, that's my time, right? I'm going to just lay around until another three, four hours. Then I'm going to eat. Then I'm going to go sleep. But to me, that's not sufficient going and laying around is not sufficient for me it starts it starts coming in the way of your journey to reach that goal so laying around for half an hour that's great i deserve that time you need the rest but what about the next three hours mm. i need to work every single minute to achieve or work towards to achieve or make connections or network or whatever it is that you need to do to pass through that mud to the other side yeah the people that you love and long for they don't need to go forever mm. but they do need to understand where you are in life and how you're trying to discipline yourself and once that's achieved you'll understand that the people who love you and understand where you want to go are still going to be there mm -mm. but it's not necessarily that you're going to see them the way you used to yeah or be with them the way you used to mm -mm. not for long one. maybe for a short period of time but it's a it's a big one because you know women particularly oftentimes they're people pleasers we need to please others and if, and if people who are close to us you know they don't like what we're doing or whatever it can be really hard to break free from i think that. it takes a lot of strength to really choose yourself it's that's the word you just got to decide it's a decision it's either you choose yourself or you choose the world or you choose other people and it's just a matter of choosing you or your friends or your family. Mm. That's a big one. That is a big one. Finally, I, I want to ask you about, because tomorrow is going to be a very youth-focused day at the Women Empower Economic Empowerment Global Summit. I want to ask you about the power of youth. You know, uh, how, because you started young as well, how important is that? Are we underestimating young people? and the impact they can have of course youth is an asset the youth is everything um, 
at the age of 24, I think I struggled with um, having people to believe in me so I can prove that my vision will work or what I'm doing is from sincere intention. It's a pure, sincere intention of not that I want to build an empire and create money. No, I need to, to reach a certain place so I can unify the world, you know, with empathy and love, you know. <laughs> and, and I just knew for a fact that although this doesn't make money, and this is where the world is at, it doesn't make money. What is she talking about? No one believed in me. A lot of people didn't believe in me. You're selling a t-shirt. There's so many t-shirts. I'm selling a story. It took me a lot of time as a 24-year-old and a female 24-year-old to be taken seriously until I was proving otherwise. And I would tell the youth, whether female or male, keep pushing through the mud, go prove your point. And all the ones around you who did not believe in you they will come back and offer you. They will send offers. And don't, there's nothing to hate, you know? You don't need to hate or feel, or feel that kind of- Don't take it personal. Don't, yeah, there you go. Don't take it personal. It's their right. It's their right they to see it that way. They can think whatever they want, right? They can think because they, they lived through a time to see a certain, a certain way, right. right? And they don't know better and that's okay. That's not to be taken personal. What you do is focus on yourself, push through the mud and achieve nonetheless and prove otherwise. And when they come back to send you offers or want to work with you, you happily see if this benefits you and you take it or you don't. But you don't take it personal and say no and let down a, a, an offer just because they once upon a time did not believe in you. Right, right. You know, so I really believe... Being smart about it. Yeah, I really believe you should push through your vision. If you have a vision... You just got to achieve it. Wow. I tell you what, you have to come and see this lady um, at the Women Economic Empowerment Global Summit. She has a session tomorrow, 12 midday is your, your yes, session. Yes, 12 p.m. Yes. Uh, 12, 15 p.m. is my session at the main hall. Get down there, guys. Uh, this is at Al Jawahar Reception and Convention Center. It's all happening today and tomorrow. So get out there for both days. Noel, I can't thank you enough. Sally, thank you for having me. Amazing, amazing, fantastic. Coming up next, we are going to be meeting the founder of Impact Junkie. Philip Harding joins me next. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.